0: Hey guys, this is Pastor Stacy at Trinity of Fairview. Welcome to our Be the Man podcast. I look to join you here every Monday as I share principles that will equip you to undertake your job description as a husband to be the man in your household. Look forward to sharing with you week in and week out. Hello. and happy day to you guys out there. I'm going to say happy Monday because that's when this drops, but you may be picking it up on any day. So uh, Eli and I are right here together. Just want to wish you the best day, man. I trust that the Lord is close to you, speaking to you, and walking with you, whether your path is rough and crooked or whether you're in one of those wonderful moments of life where it's smooth and straight and you can put the cruise control on. I'm not going to say how many miles over the speed limit, but you just put the cruise control on and it um, feels like you're just relaxed and rolling. Whatever your case is, we're just praying that you find the Lord in the midst of it today. And we're thankful that you found your way right here to the Be The Man podcast. And maybe this is the first time you've listened to this. I'm Pastor Stacy, Trinity of Fairview, sitting here with my good friend Eli. I'm thankful for all the people that make this happen, Johnny, behind the scenes, uh, doing all this tech stuff. To me, I get to sit down and talk, but they have to make me sound good, which is a <laughs> giant challenge. And I'm just thankful for all these folks that work so hard to make things just like this possible. Thankful for you guys, Eli and R. We are very thankful for uh, the folks that tune in, and we hope these things are helping you. Talking about being the man. Eli, welcome. How you feeling today, man?
1: Oh man, I'm pretty good. I'm just delighted to be here. I am uh, was looking back on my little app here for our Be The Man podcast. I get to upload every week and just to see not only the feedback but to see the the people that are tuning in. It was cool. I was seeing the regions that people tune in. So we're here from Fletcher saying hello to all of you out there in California and Texas and all over the country and even beyond that. So it's great to have all y'all tuning in and I'm just good today, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here.
0: I am, too. Y'all don't know this, but Eli and I just had some uh, fajitas together. Well, yep. I had some fajitas. I, he had. Uh, he went more healthy, I think. He yeah, he had the, uh, what you have, brother? ACP. ACP. That's yeah, always good. So maybe if it's lunchtime, uh, I hope you're having some good old Ares Campolio out there or something of the like. And we are thankful. We, I echo those words. Wherever you find yourself in this world... How thankful we are that you're listening, and it is an honor to us and a privilege. We don't take that lightly. Been talking about the job description, Eli. This is uh, episode 21. Here we go, barreling into the 20s. Our job description as husbands, um, husbands to be, maybe just that person that's praying for that spouse in these moments. How do you posture yourself as a husband, as a leader in your home? Uh, how do you prepare for that? And if you're in the midst of it, maybe you're like me, been married 30-plus uh, years, and you're trying to still figure it out. I want to admit to you that I don't have it figured out. Every day it's a, it's a new challenge and a new growth, and that's part of the beauty uh, of marriage. Marriage is a great gift. If you have not picked up on it now, I'm about as high on marriage as anybody possibly could be, <laughs> and that is really why the Lord has prompted my heart to, to do these broadcasts. I'm never going to be negative about marriage. I just don't think it's a negative thing. It's it's so positive. Eli, I can remember back in the day when folks would say, are you going to the hanging today? The and they were talking about going to the wedding, so-and-so's getting married. That's the end of their life. To me, it's the beginning. It yep. ought to be the beginning of your life. Right. And that's the mindset that I hope to be encouraging in you guys. You might be in a difficult moment in your marriage. You might be, again, like we talked about at the beginning, in those moments where everything seems to be clicking. But whatever it is, these principles will help you uh, have it be all that it possibly can be because I believe the Lord means it to be the best thing in your life outside of your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you may say, Pastor Tame is really good to you. I hear all these stories. Maybe you know me, man, and maybe you know her. Uh, she is really good to me. She's as good as it gets. I promise you she is. And you may be thinking, well... It'd be easy if my wife were as good as as that to me. Or, you know, guys, I'm not talking about what your wife is doing in your marriage. That's not the point of this podcast. I'm talking about what you're doing. And my premise is the way you handle yourself, I guarantee you, a lot of the fallout, the way she handles herself, might go right back to you and, and, and you doing your job in the relationship. Our job is clear, Eli. I don't know why I was waxing eloquent like that here at the beginning. I didn't even have that in my mind. That was just uh, rolling right there. So our job description is clearly to love our wives. That's Ephesians. Love our wives in the way that Christ has loved the church right. and has given himself for her. That's a sacrificial, selfless love. That is the theme uh, of these episodes and of this entire podcast is how we can better undertake that sacrificial, selfless love that's demanded, the agape love of God that is, that is demanded. we looked at a handful of things so far, and, and we've been in 1 Corinthians for a little bit, and, and I think we'll go back there today. I, I love this thought about the agape love of God. And Eli, the thing it demands from us in our life very clearly is not self-seeking. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, Love, the love of God, real love, the love that you're supposed to have and your job description, the way that you're supposed to love your wife, it cannot be self-seeking. It cannot be self-centered. It cannot be about its own interests. I love this rendering, Eli. I love the Eli and I look at all kind of different renderings in the passages. Oh yeah. And we talk about these things theologically. But I love this rendering. It it kind of hits right to the heart of this to me is love does not insist on its own way. Love does not insist on its own way. What's your favorite fast food restaurant, Eli? I always put him on the box right here. He doesn't know I'm going to ask these things, but what do you like, man?
1: Man, it's shifted over the years. I think uh, it started out as McDonald's, but right now, if you consider this fast food, think Dunkin' Donuts.
0: Woo! I consider that fast
1: food, brother. I think that might be my favorite right now. I
0: like that. Now, you may have just stolen, uh, you may have, my mind, I got to settle my mind for anybody that knows me, knows I love donuts. So I got to get my mind back where I was. When I was growing up, believe it or not, Burger King was the place to be? Why, well, I don't know, but it just was. You say why? I don't know. It was just the place to be when I was growing up, and man, I, I fell in love with Burger King, double cheeseburgers. I had, and here again, I don't know where I am today. I'm juiced today. I don't know why this is. I'm I'm juiced up. I, I can remember You're I had have my a second I had lunch. My, I, maybe it was the lunch, <laughs> brother. Um, I had my gallbladder out. That's more than you guys want to know. <laughs> At a really early age. I mean, uh, really early. In my early 30s, uh, my surgeon walked in when it became apparent that's what was going to have to happen. He said, how many hamburgers have you eaten in your life? And I didn't even I didn't even have an answer for him because Burger King was my thing, brother. I was lunch, dinner. If they'd have had it open at breakfast in those days, I'd have been there eating a double cheeseburger and fries. Hey, that now. was my thing. Hey, there you go, brother. Hey, I'm, I'm there early on, a croissant, man. Mm. So Burger King, what is their slogan? Do you, what is their slogan? Have it your you, way. Have it your way. At Burger King, have it your way. And man, Back in the day, they didn't know that society was going to evolve to the place where I think that might be here again, we're maybe jumping outside the traces of our podcast. But think about society today. Isn't that almost the mindset? Yes, isn't
1: it? Absolutely. The instant gratification mindset of the world today is it's ruling our 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 populations. And I see it a lot being involved in student ministry, I love them to death. It's a blessing. Um, but if I could say something about that you know to that idea is a lot of what they get what they get fed and what they get ministered to um, outside of their parents or at school or whatever is a lot of having it their way having their instant gratification fulfilled when we know that's m- may not be the best for
0: them at their particular stage so yeah absolutely I see it everywhere yeah. um, and the impact of this idea um, I, I, let me preface all this by saying this. I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. The Scripture is not saying you shouldn't have preferences. It's not saying you shouldn't like things a certain way or that you shouldn't have a personality. That's Psalm
1: 37.4, the, the, delight yourself in the Lord,
0: and He'll give you the desires of your Amen, heart. Amen, brother. Quote that Scripture. I like it. That's, That's right. one of my best. So the Lord is even concerned. Great point, Eli. The Lord is even concerned about your individuality, about your personality, about your preferences and the things you like, um, so it's not necessarily a, a bad idea to have things in your life that you prefer right. a, a certain way. And and in a minute, I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe. Maybe jump ahead further than I should here and then back up again. I think the problem comes when you insist. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. When you insist on having your own weight, that's going to be an issue. Having your weight and, and having desires, that's not not a bad thing at all. I think about just household stuff, guys. You can attest to when you move in with a person for the first time in a, in a married relationship, when you move in with your wife, uh, you know. She's going to have preferences. You're going to have preferences. The way she's used to living, the way you're used to living. And these things aren't big. Right. You find that these things are small. And if you're not really careful, you can get derailed by these very small things, guys. Um, but, but I kind of, you know, Tammy and I are different. We, we've been together a long time, and we're different. Every day I see uh, little differences in, in our preferences. Tammy, one of the things, guys, that she loves, and if you come to our house at any hour of the day, you'll see this is true. One of the things she loves is lamps. Mm. Was hope like lamps. You know oh, that Oh yeah. Okay. She, she she's
1: uh this is funny. I don't want to I don't want to no, cut you off right. here, but uh I want to reference Miss Gail. That's uh, Hope's grandma. I love it. Sweet lady. I love her to death. She's a spiritual uh icon for me. I look up yes, to her sir. a lot. Uh, but she was telling me the other day she was helping Hope do some cleaning and cooking throughout the house because she's like. Eli I don't want you to starve whenever you know <laughs> whenever you get on your Yogi. own living with hope. Atta and girl. I'm like, I appreciate that memo Gail, <laughs> you are the best. Hope is definitely <laughs> learning a lot from her, but yeah, I mean I, I don't want to kind of intrude and try to say, well, I live this way. It's gonna yeah. be a learning curve for us, but I mean having yeah. it having that balance, you yep. know of making sure that we have our our ways that we have been living the same same way on on our own for the past 25 years or so. She's doing her own thing. I've been doing my own thing. we got to come together. Yeah. And, and it has to be our thing, right? It's got to be our thing together. it our thing
0: at that point. So, guys, that's kind of where we're drawn to. Tammy, if you come to our house, Eli, she's going to have every lamp in the house on. I don't care if it's 830 in the morning, noon. It doesn't even matter if we're there. She wants lamps on in the yeah. house. She doesn't want to come home to a dark house. She tells me that all the time. I don't want to come into a dark house. She has to have lamps on. It, She loves ceiling fans. She likes to have the ceiling fan running. It doesn't matter if the air condition's at 68 degrees. I'm thinking, baby, it's cold in here. Why do we need a fan on? But she likes to have the fan on. So she doesn't insist on those things, but those are things that are preferences for her. Man, personally, you say, Stace, could you come home to a dark house? I could be all right with that. Right. Does a fan have to be on all the time for me? No, but I know that she kind of likes that. So our preferences uh, become my preferences, her preferences have they, to mesh somehow and be our preference. That's the way our house is going to be, and we're both going to be okay with that. So having it your way, having a desire in and of itself and, and a personality is not a bad thing, or the liking things the way you like them. The issue that, that the Scripture is speaking to here in a love relationship is this. There's going to be a problem when you insist. That's why I like that rendering. When you begin to insist on your own way, that is the key undertone here. Yeah, that's good. Not communicate about your differences, guys, not request maybe, you know, hey... Uh, could you do this a little differently, or is that something you, is is negotiable, or can we not, not talk about things, and request things, or communicate, but I begin to insist, I begin to insist on things, now there's a, there's a a phrase that permeates, I'm going to say the first part of it, and I guarantee you, everybody listen, and I'm going to let Eli finish it, just to prove this point, I guarantee you, every one of you, has encountered a personality in your life, a relationship in your life, where you've had a person, and we describe their character as this, they are a my way or the highway person. They are a my way or the highway person, and that is never loving, ever. Hmm. Think about the way the Lord deals with us, Eli. Oh, my gosh. If anybody had room to say, it's my way or the highway, choose. Choose. And I'm not talking about in one thing. I'm talking about in everything. Right. If you're not perfect, if you don't line up perfectly with my desires and, and, and my directions, and if you don't do it perfectly, and if you're not willing to do that and you can't accomplish that in your life, then son, I don't want anything to do with you. Thank God that is, that is not how he is. I'm yeah. thankful that he is loving. He mm-hmm. does not insist compassionate, on his own way. He is. That's love. Love never insists on things that's this. Remember, Eli, we talked about this a couple times too, and I just want to highlight it so the guys remember and begin to see how all this ties together. Yes, uh, That's a lord over your wife, not love your wife mindset. That's a, a, a lord over your wife, not lead your home mindset, guys. If you want to alienate your wife, you you book it. If you want to alienate your wife, if you want to put the brakes on your relationship, if you want to have hard days in the house, you begin to start to insist on things. Because guys, I'm going to tell you, she might want to do what you want to do, but when you go to her and insist and demand and say, we're going to do this, and if we don't do this, then you're just going to get over it. This is my way of the highway moment. I'm having it this way. You go do that, and then give me a report. I've never had any couple come to my office and the wife say, I wish he would be more demanding. I I wish he would be more domineering. I wish he would be more dominant pastor in the household. I wish he would just lord over me and tell me what to do. That has never, never come up, and it never shall. But I promise you, you do that, and you might be sitting in my office, Eli. I promise you. You might be saying, Pastor, what's going on? And it might just go back to this idea. Here again, a very... a very. idea that permeates our society on yeah. some levels and i even hear it in the church well the husband's head of the head of the wife even in ephesians 5 preacher i've heard that well it says clearly husband's have. well that's fine that's just fine but you go try to insist on things and try to assert your position in your household and you email me and tell me how that goes yeah I promise you it won't go good. And I'm looking at Eli. I'm preaching to him in here. Eli, don't do that with hope. Don't do that. I'm telling you, it will put the brakes on everything that you got going good in your relationship. Yes. Right. If you begin to insist on things from your spouse, guys. So maybe take a minute before I give you some practical thoughts here and think, am I doing this? I mean, I mean is this is this my posture? and maybe take a little stock is is that the way that I'm approaching my wife does she have the mindset that I'm just coming to her with a list of stuff that I expect of her and not only expect it if she doesn't get it done uh, it's going to be a hard evening for her yeah uh, that's not good man that's not good at all that's when you begin to insist on things and that is not loving in any way, shape, or form.
1: And I think from our last podcast we did last week on um, love, not envying, or boasting, and is it all about you? Is it all about me? If you don't take time, and I I think it's kind of iterating what you're saying, reiterating it, if you don't take time to know how you can help her as opposed to asking how she can help you all the time, then that's going to send you down a, a rabbit hole of just misfortune or things that are not going to go your way or not going to go y'all's way together. So I think that's a good word of having the that, that posture of how can I help you, what can you talk to me about, Amen. and I can be in a, a, a place where I'm here to listen to you, not just spout off orders or try to tell you what to do. or
0: Absolutely. And, and there again, you said it well in the beginning, Eli, you have to get to a place where it's not, my way and her way it's it's our Our way way. it's our way so that's where you got to get in love that's the aim every time and guys i promise you if you just make that your aim can you imagine eli any wife not being responsive to that posture i can't imagine going to tammy and saying hey uh you know what are the things you like what are the things you don't like about the way our life's going and how can we come to a, to a consensus and how, how can we come to the middle on those things here's some things I bring to the table I, I can't imagine anybody not responding well to that can't can't no. remind it at all can't believe it at all
1: and I think I, mean, I don't know and Tammy's probably the same way but I, I think about hope and I mean we we're not married yet but I still you know if, if I were to even hint at trying to tell her something to do then it, her personality is one that, that she's kind and she's she's loving but you know, she ain't going to accept that. She's like, look, I, we, we're working in this together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I agree. Like, we are a, a team. I agree. This is not, this is not for you to,
0: to, to lord over me. So, I mean, she's got that, that interdependency. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that, Eli. So, I'm going to get practical on you here in the time I have you. I'm going to give you just a few things. I'm going to give you two or three things here that I think will help you avert slipping into, because it's easy to do. It doesn't happen over one day, uh, overnight. It, it's, you slip into that mindset. So here's some things that if you'll think about these things, some insights that'll help you not slip into that pattern of letting your love, quote, unquote, be insistent yeah. and, and, and demanding its own way. Here's some insights that'll help it uh, be our way and, and not mine. So here's, here's some insights. Number one, guys, I want you to know that I think a good perspective helps. Let's just think about this. Most of us, if you've lived any life, know this truth right here. Uh, Most things that you worry about, most things that you just think you have to have, most things that you you in a moment go, good gosh, if this doesn't happen, my life's going to come to an end. Uh, I'm not going to have any future. I'm going to be ruined. Let's just be honest. Most times that just isn't the truth. it? It isn't the truth. It bears out that you know what, that wasn't as significant as I thought it was. (laughs) That really didn't play. And when your hair gets gray, uh, those moments become manifold that you look back in your life and think, man, why was I so concerned? Why was I so passionate? I spent so much energy. I spent so much effort on this thing because I believed it was absolutely essential. And I've come to find out over time, it really didn't mean anything at all. The perspective I had in that moment was, if this doesn't happen right now, oh gosh, the rest of my I, I can't. I'm probably not even going to be alive in the morning unless this happens right now. So, guys, <laughs> a good perspective is this: um, you know, uh, understand that the things you probably think you need to insist on uh, have little to no effect in the long run. There's a the perspective I'm after with you guys. Just go into when 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 your ego, because Eli, the enemy's good at using a man's ego. I promise you. Yes oh, I've already said this is the way we're going to do this. Oh, I've already taken a position on this. I've already, quote, unquote, drawn a line in the sand. sand. There you go, brother. I know I can't back off of this. Um, I'm going to tell you, don't let your ego get in the way, guys. Just go at things with this posture to understand. You, You might think it's the end of the world in the moment, but the reality is a week down the road, a year down the road, a decade down the road, you're going to look back and you're probably not even going to remember. Yeah, you're probably not even going to remember that.
1: And I, I, uh, I think this is funny. You know, you bring this up because like we're transparent here, and I wanna, I wanna talk about my, uh, my recent experience I had um, about ego and everything. My tooth has been bothering me
0: <laughs> for
1: about a week now. So, the Pastor knows about this. Yes, I have had to go to the dentist to back and forth a couple of times, and about a week ago today. I was telling Hope, like, man, my tooth hurts real bad, you know? She's like, Well, you ought to go see somebody. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't no need to go see. I'm got it. I'm <laughs> all right. I don't need to go to the doctor. I don't I want to avoid that. And she's like, well, maybe you should go see somebody and get that figured out. So for the fellas out there, I'm here to tell you that we sometimes need to listen to <laughs>
0: Absolutely, our, the baby. people
1: in our lives and our spouses and relationships, because she knew better than I did. And I went to the doctor and they said, Man, you need to get some antibiotic on that thing because yes, you quickly. need to get it fixed. <laughs> So if I hadn't listened to Hope, then I would have went my own way, and I
0: probably would have been worse off. (laughs) Oh, dude, y'all would have been in trouble because I'd been here by myself today. (laughs) Trying to figure this out, and it wouldn't have went well. So I'm glad. Thank you, Hope. Uh, Be the man is hinging on Hope's wisdom and insight and and sowing into Eli's life. I I promise you guys, don't let your ego get in the way. Don't let it get in the way because most of the things that you think you just got to do it this way and you got to have it that way, I promise you just a little time down the road, you're going to look back and go, My gosh, I was so caught up in that that I missed the important opportunity and the really great thing that I could have been involved in, worried about this meaningless thing over here. And I put this example down. I I use the example of the fan. You know, I I stayed in a house with one of the most wonderful people. I love them more than life. I'm not going to say who they are. Most wonderful people, love them more than life. And I I, I slept a couple nights at their place uh, while I was uh, at at an event where where the Lord let me go, and I slept a couple nights at this house. The first night I slept there, I got up that morning, got ready, headed out to the event. When I got back that evening, the first thing that the person that was hosting me said was, and this is a rhetorical question because I was the only one in that room, who left that fan on in the bathroom in there? And I, and I, I knew that was me. <laughs> Nobody else went in there. He said, man, we paid the power company plenty. I, I don't want you to be leaving them fans on in there. Yeah. you know." So I've never forgotten that. Eli, I'm going to tell you that was 2000. That was the year 2000. Wow, and I've never forgotten that. So, that one thing, and I'm thinking to myself, Wow, how much money do you think that fan real? I mean, I can analyze this, oh, yeah. but for him, it was a thing. You yes. see, yes, I, I think he probably doesn't remember that because it, it really didn't mean anything. Right. I mean, here we are. If I spent a quarter of that day on that fan running, you think that's really changed what his life like in 2023? Doubtful. Doubt it. Doubtful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is who he is. That's great. That's great. But when you begin to insist on those things, guys, how do you think, do you think it's worth it? I'm going to put it this way, and I'll let Eli answer. Do you think it's worth it, Eli, for me to go around the house and tell Tammy, every lamp you leave on in this house, man, that's a nickel a day, girl. I mean, we're already paying the power company. Uh, I, if you cut every one of these off, we could probably save 30 cents a day. I mean, uh, let's, let's make sure you're, you're being efficient here. I, do you think that the 30 cents a day, is that worth what it's going to do. No. I, and I think there's that phrase, it's not a hill to die on. Absolutely, baby. There you go. <laughs> and most of the time we insist on our own way. That's the perspective I'm, I'm trying to give you here. Yeah. Most of the time, guys, let's just be honest, when we begin to insist on our own way, it's something that doesn't mean a hill of beans. Isn't that right? Yeah. In the long run, it isn't worth it, guys. I promise you it isn't. The impact on your relationship is not worth it. It is not worth an issue. You might think it is because of your ego, because of the enemy, because of someone else's expectation in your life, but I promise you, if you'll go into it with this good perspective that most of the things, the large majority of the things we insist on, they have little to no effect, guys. I promise you, in the long run, they don't. Secondly, Eli, this will help. Here's an insight that will help you not have an insistent love. Is that a good way to say that? To not have an insistent love. Um, Beauty... Uh, here's another thing. See the beauty in the differences between you and your bride. Mm, isn't good. that the premise of marriage it's Good. on the physical level? That's the premise of marriage, really, isn't it? That there's right. a difference between me and my bride. It's that's good. really cool. So see the beauty in the differences in your bride. I'm going to tell you something I love. And, and to me, and some of you guys, again, we're all different. But I'm going to tell you, a, a confident... Confident. Um, I'm choosing my words. The character, an individual, confident, strong, and I want. I don't. I'm. I'm almost chewing the word independent because I don't. I, I don't know that it suits what we're talking about perfectly. But I'm talking about the character of a lady, that's attractive yeah. to me. I promise you, a strong lady, a confident lady, that is attractive to me. And I see in Tammy's character part of what attracts me to her is that ability to handle things, that ability to organize things, that confidence that she has as a woman and as a wife and as a mom and as a teacher. And I I stand back when she's doing what she's doing. Oh my gosh. I stand back and just, oh my soul. Look at this beautiful lady. And so many things I've said about her are polar opposite me.
1: Yes. So
0: there's beauty in the differences. Yeah,
1: and, th- and those differences can work together for both of your benefits. Amen. We I mean, it was last week, Hope was in here, and we got finished recording the podcast, and she said, don't y'all need to do so-and-so other t- task? And we're like, if it wasn't for oh, Hope, it's like, you, Hope. Hope, you're like my <laughs> calendar over here. <laughs> you calendar, know? In her mind. Exactly. She's got
0: it, brother. She does. The little differences uh, that we bring. That's right. So those are beautiful. Yeah. And if the enemy can can really get you to believing that the differences are the issue. Okay, she's not doing it my way. She's not doing it my way. Well, guys, that's a good thing because there's beauty in those differences. Um, I love, this is so small, and you guys are going to think, Stacey, ain't you got anything better to do than admire your wife? I don't know if I got anything more important to do. I'll just be honest with you. I don't. Uh, I love the fact that my wife goes to the mall from our house an entirely different way than I go. I like that. I don't know why that is. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Do, do I like the way that she goes? Um, it's not the way I go, obviously. It's right. not. When I'm by myself, I go the way I go because I like that way. That's right. But when I'm with her, I don't say, what are we what are we going this way for? Yeah, This is a dumb way to go. This way is inefficient. This way, just too many red lights this way. This way, oh, we're wasting time going. that. I don't say that to right. her because you know why? That's the way she likes right. to go. Either way you get there. I Absolutely, mean, yeah. man. And I just marvel at the fact, and here's what I marvel at. She knows. She knows I don't go that way. Yeah. And, but she still likes that way to go. That's She's cool. like, This is my way to the mall. And she'll say it every time we go that way. And I'm like, baby, you're right. And I'm riding with you. And let's go, man. Let's head down (laughs) this way. We (laughs) meander down the river and we turn right to go up by Lowe's and all that stuff to get up the Asheville Mall. I go straight down the interstate. Isn't that a really guy thing? Man, as fast as I can go and just cut in there as quick as I can. She's taking the scenic route. And there's all kind of um, (laughs) illustrations we can draw from that. You know, it's really good for me to ride with her. Yeah. And to understand I don't ha- I don't have to get to the mall in 30 seconds. It's right. not going to close. Enjoy the ride. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Let's look at the golf course when we go by down. Look how green it is. I can I mean, let's live a little bit. So guys, there's really beauty. There's really beauty and when you get to the place to see the beauty in the differences between you and your spouse. Now, that doesn't mean when you're by yourself, you can't go your way. I certainly do. But when I'm with her, I go her way. And even when she's with me and I go, if I go my way, I don't belittle her way. And she's not belittling my way. She lets me go the way that I go. So, hey, listen, you begin to make a big deal out of the differences. You, You begin to think they're the problem and not the beauty. You're going to have issues, guys, I promise you. You're going to have issues every time.
1: And on the other end of that, too, if you were, if you both were exactly the same and had shared all the same attributes, went the same way on everything all the time, you might butt heads more than Absolutely. you would
0: come together. Absolutely, man. And I, I way you even think about it, you know, the team, we talked about that team aspect. We talk about that a lot on this yeah. podcast. You know, a, a baseball team. You know, some, some guys pitch, some guys catch, some guys in the outfield, some guys in the infield, some guys designated hit. Everybody's got different skills and different ways they go about it. But the idea is I'm wearing the same uniform yeah. on the same team, yep. and these differences are complementary and not contradictory. Eli, you're right on, brother. So, guys, here you go. A couple of insights. Number one, good perspective helps. Most things we insist on, guys, that we have to have, uh, they're really of little to no effect in the long run. The second thing is, Remember that there's great beauty. The real beauty of marriage lies in the differences between you and your bride, even small, subtle differences. And I will go here. I'm going to put my counselor hat on. Most times when a couple walk in my office, they've been fighting. They've been having issues for years over little, old, bitty things Mm. that the enemy has magnified, and the enemy has... Made those beautiful differences a deterrent. He has made them a problem. He's mm-hmm. made them a roadblock, rather than something to be embraced. Right. And say, so, man, that's part of what makes you and I us. Yep. Right there. So uh, make sure that uh, make sure that you see the beauty in those differences. Um, you make a big deal out of them, guys, and I promise you, it ain't gonna go good. It is not gonna go good at all. Number three. Here's a, here's a good insight for you. You have to realize, guys that there are things you do <laughs> there are things about you that she is scratching her head over you you're looking at her going what is she thinking when she does something and you never stop to think she's probably doing the same thing yeah she's probably going i guarantee you tammy's probably going i do not understand why stacy does that i do not get it <laughs> i don't That makes zero sense to me. Why,
1: Eli, why won't you just go get your tooth looked at? (laughs) Absolutely.
0: That makes no sense. No sense. Why is this a conversation, Eli? Your tooth's hurting. Go Go to the doctor. doctor. That's a smart thing to do, man. (laughs) Exactly. So there are things, guys, and somehow the enemy can fool us into believing that we're doing it the right way for the right reasons every time. And there again, we're going to go back to what I said at the beginning. Here's the problem with that kind of love. It's a my way or the highway, and he'll get us to start posturing ourselves that way. I can't tell you how many times I've heard wives and husbands. This is on both sides of the fence, guys, but I'm talking to you, right? I'm talking to the guys today mostly. This is on both sides of the fence. I can't tell you how many times I've I've heard couples, husbands and wives, sitting in, in my office, and they'll say, if he would just do this. If he just wouldn't do that, and, and mm. they got a list, the husband's got a list. Okay, this is the way I want it done, but she don't want it done that way. And the wife's got a list. This is the way I want it done, but he don't get it done that way. And right. and guys, if we're not careful, we'll be lulled into this misunderstanding or the enemy will sow an incorrect thought into our spirit that you're doing everything right 100% of the time, yeah. and the whole issue is she's not coming into alignment with what we should be doing. Right. Okay, so understand that there are things on her mind about you that she may not even be vocalizing today, but she's scratching her head. I promise you she is. She's going, what in the world? What in the world? Uh, So, guys, um, I wrote this down here, Eli. This is just one phrase. You don't have access um, to the only possible gate. Does that make sense? To get through a fence, your gate's not the only one. Right. To get to an objective, your trail's not the only one. And we will, there again, ego will creep in and think, well, this is really the only way to do this. And I'm doing it the right way every yeah. time. And in yeah. reality, I can't tell you how many times in our marriage, just like hoping the tooth, that Tammy's come to me and, and said, Says, why, why are we going clean the Californian to California and back to get to Canler? I don't understand that. When yeah. We go right this way, right here, and I'll go, oh, man. You're right. Oh, man, why in the world did I see that? So, guys, you have to understand that she's out there with the same perspective, and she's loving you in the same way. And and I will give Tammy props. I think she's so much better at this than I am at maybe trying to come at things at different angles and trying not to insist. Does that make sense? Yeah. Her love is not insistent in my life. Guys, you might say, well, my wife's love is insistent, Pastor. She's on me all the time. Well, I would ask you this looking at her love and look at yours is your love being insistent yeah that may be what caused her maybe the only recourse she's got to be heard in your life is to begin to insist so see that insistence from her as an opportunity to communicate with her and sit down and talk about what we've talked about on this podcast if you want respect from her there's if we were doing a be the woman and we've talked about this we have here's the woman's job description just respect your husband just honor him just hold him in high esteem. Dudes, if you want respect from her, one of the key elements is this. You got to realize that she's probably already exercising respect for yep. you, and you need to return that respect to yep. her. And the moment she understands that he respects my opinion, none. He respects my differences, none. He respects my ideas, none. It's a his way or the way, Brother, you can forget. Yep. her being able to even accomplish her job description, because you're going to drive her to a place where it's impossible uh, to do that. And
1: that's uh, that, that goes back to the teaching of Jesus himself on not judging others. He talks about Matthew 7, 4, how can you tell your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's a log in your own. Wow. You know, you're, you're, he calls him a hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Amen. So, so
0: what a what an application. Yeah. Beautiful, Eli. So you might want to look at your own love before yes. you begin to be critical of the way your wife is loving you in a be the woman kind of mindset. I'm right. talking about be the man today. So look at your own love and, and how you approach your wife. I'm going to give you an exercise here, Eli, so, an action point, all right, for today. I'm ready. Be mindful this week, okay? Be mindful. If you have to put a, get a note app on your phone, if you have to carry an index card in your pocket, whatever you got to do, be mindful of the ways that your wife is respecting you. When you see the way that she's loving you in a non-insistent way, when you know she really wants to do it another way, but she's kind of giving in to your desires, she might have a different mindset and a different desire in a situation, but you know that she set that aside because love doesn't insist on its own way. It, it, it looks at the other and says, okay, how can, I, how can I mesh with this person and we can have a common desire? I'm going to give you a, a, an illustration of how I saw this. The Lord just woke me up on a mission trip out west. So we had been at it for, oh, four or five days mm. with our small group out there. Yeah, yeah, Having fun uh, while working, but do, mostly having fun the first part of the trip. We took a few days and had some fun, built community. Yep. Then we kind of took a break, a day or two off, and then we went back at the work side of it. Um, there was one day in the transition that it was just Tammy and I. And, you know, I we were w- w- near Flagstaff was near the town. That was the only civilization <laughs> near Where we were headed, and I knew that we weren't going to be close to civilization for five days, you know. And I thought, Oh my gosh, let's spend the day in Flagstaff where there's restaurants and and running water and stuff like that. It wasn't that bad. I'm I'm painting a bad picture, but let's spend some uh, time where there's actually a place to go shopping and do. So, we found guys, the, the holy grail for my wife. I found one shopping center where there was a TJ Maxx, there was a Marshalls, there was a Ross. And there was an Old Navy in the same shopping center. Praise the Lord. Boy, you talk about Tammy being thrilled to no end. She was thrilled. And we walked around in there and shopped a little bit, and we did this. And, and, you know, I was willing. I thought, we'll spend the whole day. We'll have a good lunch. We'll let her do what she wants to do right here. And she stopped in the middle of TJ Maxx, and she said, what do you want to do? (laughs) And I thought, my gosh, isn't that cool? And this leapt to my mind. What do you want to do? What, what is your desire Good. today? Now, I'd seen a movie theater there, and I thought, how wonderful, in the middle of the day, to have a date. I mean, out here on the Come West on. Coast, I Come have on. a date with her. I said, let's go to the movies. And you know, I'm thinking, here she is, standing in the middle of four of her favorite shopping centers. The last thing she's really going to want to do is spend two hours in a the movie theater away when she knows she's going five days away from here. But you right. know what she said? I think that's great. I think that's great. <laughs> and, man, we just broke what we were doing, went over, found a movie, got us some buttered popcorn, and went Ooh. in and just had a had a date right out there in Love Flagstaff, it. Arizona. And, you know, when we were walking out, I said to her, you just do not know how much I appreciate mm, it's good. you stopping in the middle of your day. Because my mindset was, Let's, this is Tammy's day. Let's let her do what she wants to do. And here she was setting a standard for us on Be The Man to say, what do you want to do? Why do you think she even stopped to ask me what I wanted to do?
1: Probably because she, uh, she loves you and respects you and wants to. She was showing that, that, that mindful way of showing respect and to be the woman sense.
0: Absolutely. And how much do you think had to do with it? the fact that I Googled before we left our last destination, I Googled the place and said, I got a surprise for you today. I found <laughs> something you're going to love. Do you think that had any impact, guys, on the fact that through the middle of the day she said, wait a minute now, you know, he's really done this. I think that's sure what motivated think. her yes, to stop and say. Absolutely. Certainly that love that's inside her. But, guys, you grease the skids for that. Yeah. When you begin to have a non-insistent love for your spouse. So, guys, there it is. There's some, uh, I want you to, when you see her do those things, man, coming to that movie theater, I said, honey, my goodness, thank you. I know you could have shopped right here all day. I know you could have. But thank you. Thank you just for loving me enough to stop and say, what do you want to do? So, guys, don't overlook those things. That's your action point for this week. Get yourself a notepad. Get yourself a Post-it pad. Whatever you got to have, use your phone. I have a Post-it pad on my phone just in those moments where you see her um, displaying for you because I, that's the third thought, wasn't it, man? There are the things about you that she's scratching her head. In those moments where you see her not insisting on her own way but kind of doing it your way, yep. guys, write those down. And, and don't just remember them for yourself. Go tell her. Yep. I appreciate that. I appreciate you that's understanding good. what I needed in that moment and the love in you, being willing just to bend and, and go that way tell her and thank her for not insisting on her own way. And guys, you watch how that helps you do it more and how, what kind of effect that has on your wife. So love doesn't insist on its own way. It is not self-seeking. Eli, how's that land on you? Got any thoughts on your mind?
1: Yeah, I got a final thought real quick. And uh, I I think, you know, you've said this before, and I just want to reiterate this to the guys of how you know, the greatest model for the be the man and the greatest model for this particular topic is the Lord Jesus himself. Amen. And I always think about a story. I'm trying not to get choked up talking about it. Whenever I was about, I guess, 18 a couple of years ago when I was called into the ministry, I was being pulled in a lot of different directions. You know, like, what do I what do I want this person? What do I want out of this person? What does this person I want out of me? Where mm-hmm. do I need to go? What does my family want? What mm-hmm. does my friends want? And one of the day one day I was sitting in my old apartment up there in East Asheville, and the Lord struck me pretty hard and said, What do you, what does Eli want to do? Wow. What does what is it that you want to do and what where do you want to see yourself? Wow. And it was so profound to me that the Lord actually cared about what I hey, wanted. Man. He cared about where I wanted to go. And at the end of the day, it was he was showing his love and his compassion for me, saying, that I love you and I want the best for you, but what is it that you, you want? desire?
0: Non-insistent love.
1: Non-insistent love, that unconditional love oh that I can never gosh. even get over to this day of how, I mean, and at the end of the day, i told him back, I want what you want out Absolutely, of my life. Absolutely, man. And Absolutely. that's where I landed. Absolutely,
0: my gosh. And that's perfect, guys. I can't add anything to that. <laughs> there you go. If you can apply that in your life, that's mirroring the love of Christ for your bride, and yes. that is your job description, guys. And as Eli responded... I I would guarantee you your wife would respond to that kind of non-insistent love. Baby, what is it that you're up to today? What's going on in your life? I love you, Eli. Thank you for being right here with me. Uh, Guys, we love you all so much. And thank you for uh, being consistent listeners. And, again, I just encourage you, man, if this is helping you and encouraging you, maybe just making you laugh <laughs> in some way, yep. uh, bringing you some joy. Share it with someone else that you think might benefit from it.
1: And, guys, if you uh, are out there, I know I've had some people tell to me, me and Pastor before that they just love how this, conversa- this feels conversational. It feels open dialogue. And I want to tell you, you guys are part of this conversation. It's not a me and Pastor Stacy. You guys are part of it, too. So if you ever have anything that you want to say to us or or ask us, put it in the the little description down there. I'd be happy to answer your questions.
0: Amen and amen. Guys, we love you. I know that we're praying uh, his best for you. All the power that you need is available to love your wife well. And uh, may he just help you be the man out there this week. We'll see you next time. Thank you.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Be The Man. I hope you were blessed today as Pastor Stacy gives you tools on how to be the man of your household. Our hope is that through this, you are equipped with practical principles for a godly and happy marriage. If you were blessed today, please share this podcast with your friends and family and leave us a review. Have a wonderful day and catch us next time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of Trinity of Fairview's media outlets.